Welcome to CG Magazine's podcast, episode 78. And I'm actually joined by what's become the regular crew at this table. I think you guys are the regular crew now, yes? The usual suspects. The usual suspects. Yeah, okay, let's mm-hmm. go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm on the other ta- side of the table today. So on my left is Wayne Santos. Yep. Still illiterate. Are you really? Still can't read. Yeah. yeah. Eventually you're going to have to give up that facade, you know. No, because I can always get somebody else to read for me and then pretend that I read it. Okay. So, That's fair. Yeah. That's how I got through college. At the head of the table, Brendan Fry. How goes? At the end of the table, mountain man Alex. Back from the woods. Yeah. Back from the woods. Just riding on Ben to make it off the mountain. Mm-hmm. I just made a Grizzly Adams reference, which probably dates me since most people aren't aware who Grizzly Adams is. <laughs> yeah. I think we all know who that is. 80s TV show, okay? Guy with a bear. <laughs> And across the table, my favorite film critic, oh, Phil shucks. Brown. That's me. Oh, I only know one. I'm sorry. Even more it's okay. Than, I'll take it. Even more favorite than Roger Ebert? I don't like Roger Ebert. He's dead. He, he never likes anything I like no anyway. He's, he's also dead. Yeah. Maybe then he would be my favorite because he'd be zombie Roger Ebert. Oh, okay. This is really bad. It's taste. Halloween time. He will rise We've and rate more movies. Mm-hmm. I guess we've been worse, but yeah. that's pretty bad. Zombie film critics? You know, that's pretty not? tame for Half us. of them are anyway, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Phil's a zombie film critic. No, he's not a zombie film yeah, critic. You're pretty, pa- you're pretty passionate. I do what I can. Usually it's hate, but he's still passionate. Also alive. I like a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's also alive, so. <laughs> he has a heartbeat. He is indeed alive, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we'll kick it off with the news, and we'll kick it off with Watch Dogs not coming out next month. Which is dumb. Yeah, that's that's very silly because very silly. It's like it looked like that thing was like all ready to go. They've been demoing it like crazy. There was like the PS3 launch, PS4 launch bundle, which is not happening anymore. Well, you, if you if you ordered the PS4 launch bundle with Watch Dogs, you will still be getting it on the launch day, minus sixty dollars off yeah. your price, minus the game. Yeah. Okay, but. Yeah, there's so obviously a lot of egg on the face of Ubisoft because is they, it though? They were pushing really hard it was for a conscious thing. decision, though. Yeah. It seems like on their part, it yeah. looks finished, it looks playable. It seemed that way, didn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why push it, like, it back? They, they were showing it on national TV. It appeared on like Jimmy Fallon. So it know, did. Like, this, yeah, this, this was a it, game that seemed ready to go, and now they're like, we no. need time to polish it. <laughs> That's the official excuse. We need six needs, months. It needs more time to polish. Is, is that what it is? Six months? It's, when are they pushing it back to? Well, spring. If it Spring-ish. has bugs after that six months, they're going to be catastrophic. It's going to be damaging. Yeah. People are going to be really mad. I think it is. It's roughly six months because think about it. It's November. It's not coming out until spring. It's probably yeah. between five and six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, right now, Amazon's pre order date, I think it's June, but I think that's too. I think it's earlier than that right now. Mm-hmm. It's just Amazon has a tendency yeah. to put up a date and they're no, not I entirely mean, sure of it. And we're probably looking at like February or March. Yeah. I think it was February because wasn't it supposed to come out around the same time as Infamous Second Son? Something like that. I mean, Infamous Second Son is set for like you know a Q1 2014 yeah, release. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. It's yeah. a bummer though because now there's, aside from like upgraded ports, there's no decent launch title yeah. for the PS4. Yeah. See, the bundle I wanted the troubling. most was Watch Dogs. Yeah. yeah. That was our go-to bundle. Yeah. I was, you know, we get Watch Dogs, mm-hmm. maybe Killzone, and mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. And according to the other rumors, this still hasn't been confirmed by Sony, but there are like multiple sources, anonymous or otherwise, who are claiming that the same thing is about to happen to Drive Club. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So what is going to be available on launch at this rate? There's going to be Knack. Yeah. And, and Assassin's Creed, Killzone, I guess. Shadowfall. Yeah, and yeah. Assassin's Creed 4. And not... Like uh, not, even, not even Batman is on next gen. Nope. At least I would probably wait and get that, but that's not even. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> the I'm sure there'll be a next gen Batman next year. I forgot year. about Octodad. When's Mad Max coming out? I want that. There's no date yet. They said yeah. 2014, I think, right now. Oh, it's so, be you know, sometime. Probably when the movie comes out, which is probably next yeah. summer. That makes but, a lot of I sense. mean, that one is being done by Avalanche. Yeah. Or, like, you know, yeah, the um, Just Cause guys. So yeah. they, they do open world very well. Definitely. Yeah. So. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, in other news, we had, uh, what's it, Michael Bay? Yeah, Michael got Bay got attacked on the set of Transformers. Uh, is it four now? Do you think it was just someone who makes, really hated Transformers? And I just like, oh, so. God, there's Michael Bay, get him. I hope so. I mean, it's weird that they specifically targeted Michael Bay. Well, there you are know. hundreds of people on a film set, especially Transformers. Maybe they set. didn't know it was Michael Bay. No, I'm sure they did. Maybe they just didn't like the look of his face. Well, I mean, that's entirely possible because he's a douche. But I still think they went after him specifically and went after him with an air conditioning unit, which I award points yeah. for for creativity yeah. alone. Yeah, I would have to assume it's a small air conditioning unit because no, no, like a full-size yeah. one would no, be yeah. really no, heavy. Like they have plenty of window units. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I can I attest to that. Definitely. I've seen them. So, yeah. 
definitely. According to Paramount, Michael Bay dodged it, and then well, like Paramount's gonna be like he got smashed in the yeah. face, and yeah. Then, like a ninja beat him up, but I like to think Michael Bay got smashed in the face really well. And weirdly, Mark Wahlberg didn't jump out of nowhere to uh, didn't didn't come out to help him. He's probably busy yeah. doing push-ups somewhere. Is Mark no, Wahlberg actually I mean, in the Transformers? Yes. Oh, you know it. Oh, okay. See, because I haven't been paying attention to the new Transformers movie at all. Isn't he replacing? Understandable. He's yeah. replacing Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf's not going to yeah. be They don't tell you all the pyrotechnics behind that were set up for the shot behind him went off as the air conditioner hit his mm-hmm. face. Well, <laughs> he just has pyrotechnics set up so that when he walks off the set, it's mm-hmm. to like in a series yeah. of explosions. Explosions. Yeah, definitely. Better than lens flare. I was just too busy watching Pacific Rim on Blu-ray. So it's sad news it's because so it's sad news because oh, yeah. he wasn't killed, but it's good news <laughs> because it's a start. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. not a horrible See, director. Yeah. See, for, I'm once, pretty bad. for once, somebody other than me took this podcast with dark, dark. No, news. actually, no, so, I agree. He's not a horrible director. The Rock is excellent, and Pain and Gain was fantastic. Do you think you guys? I love yeah, Pain and okay. Gain. Oh man, that was, didn't we all shed tears at Pearl Harbor? Uh, <laughs> no, no. no, okay. no. Now, Pain and Gain was a monument to bad taste that only he could make, and that was great. It was a great movie. Transformers Four, not so much. So I'm just surprised they're making a fourth one. Oh, they, the, the the third one made more money than any. It was horrible. It was. It, it was, was better than two, though. Two was a no, no. I liked two. I did not like three. Really, you like the one with the racist robots? I didn't. They were so it. racist. You don't, you don't they, want to take that back. They were pretty racist. <laughs> I will Those were his that. ideas they too. Really racist. They were. they were just stereotypical. That's the thing is, they weren't racist. Awesome. They were stereotypical. Yeah. Which is racism. Stereotypical depiction. But they weren't racist. The people who made them were racist. Yeah. It's different. Oh, yeah. of course. No, I, yeah. when I said I didn't mean the robots themselves were yeah. racist, I mean the robots I mean, were it was distasteful, but it was still better than three. No. Oh. Three was definitely better. I don't even remember three. three exactly, that's why. I'm pretty sure I saw it. But they I tried to get bring all. one planet to another planet. The third movie should have just been them on the moon. Yeah. I would have taken that. Not, like, no, no robots, just just walking on the moon. No, them on the moon no, finding dancing. dead robots. Okay. What I liked about the third one was that they it's obviously like wanted the to call it Dark yeah. Side of the Moon. They weren't yeah. allowed to because of Pink Floyd, so called it Dark of the Moon, which thank makes you, no fucking Pink sense Floyd. whatsoever. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Pink Floyd, yeah. for stepping in and saving us. Definitely. They could just call it Darker Side of the Moon. But it did have that great bit when the camera like shot towards uh, John Malkovich's face in 3D, and that was solid. Other than that, it was garbage. So, yeah, that happened. So, and you then, don't have a lot of hope for Transformers 4? No, it's going to be terrible. But hopefully, it'll be funny, terrible, and not two and a half hours long. <laughs> it's going to be two and a half hours. Yeah, you know, they're going to make it five hours long, yeah, so you can get all the explosion excitement. Yeah, yeah, it's just oh, one explosion in really slow motion. Yeah. Well, they should just remove the slow motion, that'd be 15 minutes. But uh, anyway, so there's that, and then also there's the South Park thing, which was crazy. Didn't their power go out, and that's yeah, why they missed their, their deadline? Power went out for three hours, and they had pictures of them in night vision in the dark, being upset, and they missed their deadline for the first time ever. But I still yeah. saw it up for uh, down hello. No, no, no. <laughs> that's what they did, and said they had Scott Tennerman must die. So a lot of oh, the places okay. that just upload stuff just did Scott Tennerman again. Oh, even oh, though it was labeled. Because it's just automatic. Yeah, just, exactly. Oh, that's sad because it was exactly. labeled as the new and the posers one. And yeah. I guess it's, well, because what uh, they do is those. They don't actually they post it. them. Their yeah, computers yeah. just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And South Park gets online so fast, I sometimes wonder if South Park Studios is responsible for that. Oh, probably. Because they, they don't care. No. They're, gonna, no, they they're making all their money. Because they put it online. They yeah. put it online as soon as it airs. Oh, it's true. They yeah. do that anyway. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I watch them most offici- of the time. officially confirmed yeah. that they do that. Which is a real shame, too, because I was really looking forward to it, because it was the, the goth episode, and presumably the posters, special yeah, episode, the which I'm really so, excited about. If they miss their deadline, what's going to happen? Uh, they're just going to air it next week, finish are it they up. Just, are they pushing everything back? I think so. Okay. That would be my guess. Um, to, to be honest with you, just by virtue of the fact of like seeing that documentary about how ridic- I, ridic- what a ridiculous schedule Four days on, or something? I, I wouldn't be surprised too. if they just said the episode wasn't done. And they were ashamed to put it on, and just said we had a power outage and we need another week to work on this. Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just air it the next day? They only lost three hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was something like well, that going. What's on. it scheduled about four days? They do everything in. Yeah, well, I mean, like it's a week, but yeah, it's normally it's four, days four days that they days, actually yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> which is hilarious. But so yeah, so that was a bummer, but at the same time, kind of exciting that that finally the straw <laughs> finally broke on that uh, absurd it was schedule. Bound to happen eventually. Yeah. yeah, well, the crazy schedule like that, someone's you can't be sick. Nothing can go wrong. No, it's everything like, does go wrong. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. So that was sad, but they'll be back next week. Yeah. Maybe that'll extend our season by a week, which might be nice, because they're only doing, what, 10 episodes now? That's true. So. Mm, that's true. So that would be all right. Gives us a little length. Yeah, a little extra for them to hopefully crank out a classic, because they, they've been good so far, but there hasn't been a, like, 
a single amazingly stellar episode. Not I yet. actually did not like the Minecraft one that much. Eh, I didn't really like because it, it was fine. I like that all the stuff about the cable company was hilarious. Yeah, and that cable that carried me through. Yeah, but yeah, it was. They've all been kind of inconsistent with amazing moments. But it, I didn't see really how the link between the cable company and, and the Minecraft. Minecraft. It was a, such a stretch. It was a bit tenuous. It felt like it was two episodes they were developing simultaneously and then just yeah. them together for sure. And enti- sure. I thought the episode would be entirely Minecraft, but yeah. it wasn't. No, no. But yeah, they've been. Yeah, I mean, it's been funny, but there hasn't been a disaster episode. But there hasn't been a great, a great one yet. I'm sure it's coming. They always have something. Something terrible will happen. Make also, the Minecraft one. episode seems to be coming a little late. On Minecraft? Yeah. Minecraft's yeah. been out for a really long time. Now. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't seem like adults know Minecraft now. It wouldn't be a shock where only kids are playing at this point. Yeah. Well, it says I think they have like a, a bunch of ideas they put aside for when they don't have any ideas and they just pull out. So that, yeah. those ideas yeah. might have been hanging around the for a little while. Contingency. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly doing a George Zimmerman story. Yeah, I think that was hanging around for a while. Too. That was, yeah. and it would, was these, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. That was all leftover summer ideas for sure. Yeah. Which again fits into my theory that they're struggling this year. Oh, probably. Yeah, and just pretended that they well, missed their They could do someone on the GOP, I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's like low-hanging fruit, though. Everybody jumps at that. Yeah. But they often take the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, and they're normally it's South the best Park. at it. <laughs> yeah. And in other news, well, news for me was the new footage of Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, that's oh, happened. Oh, yeah, actually, they did show that. Oh, oh yeah, see, so really yeah, Wayne would appreciate my so excitement. What, what did you think when you saw it? Well, it's the, um, I know that train that he was on. Okay. That's one of their light show trains, I believe. Because oh, you know right. how they have, the, they have parades, like, every 15 minutes or something ridiculous at Disneyland? Okay, so Isn't that, it? that was an actual Disney thing, that mm-hmm. train that he was on? Okay, I was not aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have light shows. They're, they're light parades, okay. essentially, and mm-hmm. that's what he was on. Okay, because, yeah, at first when I saw that bit of gameplay, it's like, where's the Disney in this? I'm not seeing and it. I was, that I was, was not Disney. aware that the train I think the light parade is seriously about every 15 minutes okay. or something ridiculous. Night, though, right? Yeah, but it's still, like, oh, every yeah, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it's crazy, but oh no, I'm I'm Are still. Are you excited? Of course. Okay. I'm excited that they announced 2.5. Okay. Yeah. I'm I, all I was, over that. I was not as excited as you when I saw it because it's like it's just weird. It's like I saw the footage and it's like wow, okay, new Kingdom Hearts. This looks like a PS3 game. Yeah. Even though it's not. I mean, it's coming out on. The it PS4, might look like but, that now, but yeah. who knows what it will look like when they're done? Because it is still Square, and they make beautiful games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they also, will. normally at the launch of a system, you're not seeing system pushed yeah, exactly. to its maximum yeah. capacity. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a good PS3 game, yeah. but it does not look like, you know, this break the walls down PS3 As long as they're not like putting all their effort into these. lightning returns, I'm okay. All I remember is hearing that it's supposed to be a m- more mature main character, and he looks exactly yeah. the same. He's taller, I think that's it. Like still getting, slightly taller. Are they still getting Haley Joel Osment to voice him? Uh, actually, I haven't, I haven't checked into his voicing yeah. him. That would be a little... I don't know if that would work so well I mean, now. He did the last few games, so it's like, sure. are they going to bring him in for a third time? I or? don't think he's, like, busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure they can get him. Yeah. Is I the game still as incomprehensible plot-wise as it seemed to be in the second one? Oh, I'm sure. Well, it's a, it'll be have to, you have to watch all the cutscenes from the end between handheld games, probably. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's still just as incomprehensible as ever. Well, how old was he in the recent DS game? Oh, I Dreamed up distance. Yeah. Is he, is he getting older progressively? I, I don't know, since I, I haven't been paying attention to you know, Kingdom Hearts beyond, like, Hearts 2, so yeah, I don't know well, what's happening. HD, uh, H2 Remix next year, and Kingdom Hearts 3 whenever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an ad for the PS4 that came out this week, too. You guys must have seen that. No, I didn't see it. With I didn't the see guys. No, no cable. The two guys, oh, wait, yeah. hold on. Yeah, the, just a the perfect day. Yeah, the perfect day one, yeah. yeah. What's this? The perfect day ad to the, for the PS4. Oh, yeah, that one. That was yeah. dumb. Two guys singing yeah. as they're playing GT. And that one's yeah. really dumb. It was. Someone will... And also, like, I haven't seen, like, I I mean, I'm sure it will become apparent as soon as I start playing, but I haven't seen anything in the PS4 games where I've been like, oh, my God, I didn't even think it was possible that a video game could do that. It's funny you say that, because Wayne today was talking about how lighting in games becoming too realistic, and that's already happening on this generation. Really? I don't know. Really bump it up too realistic? Huh? Yeah. Is that such a thing? To, yeah, to, yes, there is such a thing. Okay, we'll, we'll take a little tangent here so I yeah. can explain this story, because yes. I told this to Melanie earlier. Yeah. So it's like, so... You know, me and my wife still, she's still like obsessively crafting in Final Fantasy IV. Of course she is. As yeah. she would be, yeah. 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 As she would be, yeah. Wait, how, how much longer is your like account going for? I don't know. <laughs> you just write it out, right? Like, you know, it's like all, all I know is that she's like, you know, just, you know, it's like 
carving her little financial empire is like becoming the premier crafter on the server. Right. So she's crafting like you know outdoors. Yeah. And um, there's this one particular area. It's uh, basically like an orc city, yeah. and it's kind of like a Greek town in that all of the walls are white. Yeah. They're painted white, and when the sun starts shining at high noon. Because this game actually uses HDR lighting, yeah. the light actually reflects off of the paint on the walls, and it gets really, really, really bright. Yeah. So she's actually had to virtually move her character off into the shade, yeah. so as to avoid just you know like getting blinded by the noon light. Because on the TV, looking at it, it really does just like look like you're looking out a window right. into like you know noon light sun. So. Yeah, but that doesn't mean lighting's getting too realistic. That means that game was. Designed. No, I mean it's like you you see that on other games as well. It's like yeah. you know, when when you get into like you know the the noonday sun and all that yeah, because yeah. of the high dynamic range lighting. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not bloom like with like the old fable games or anything yeah. like that. There really is just such a richness of the light yeah. that you actually need to squint because you know it's like mm-hmm. light is actually reflecting off everything the way it's supposed to, yeah. as opposed to being like you know just this flat bright light. That's cool. Though. And that's that's going to happen more and more with um like um have you guys actually seen this at the at one point earlier in the week. Somebody was showing off um, screen caps um, of Watch Dogs on current generation yeah. versus Watch Dogs on next gen mm-hmm. consoles, and the difference is really, really drastic. They yeah. they had an identical cutscene. It's um, the uh, Aiden Pierce guy talking to a guy in a nightclub, mm-hmm. and on the next gen version, there's like you know dark, moody lighting everywhere. There's mm-hmm. like you know rich, deep shadows. The color coming from the club lights is accurately reflecting on the material cool. of the guy's sleeve and all that. Neat. And then you go to like the PS3 version, and it looks like he's standing under fluorescent lighting. Yeah. It's just flat light. There's like you know no subtlety or anything like that. You know, it's 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 just like you know yeah, it it really does look like you know a set when it's you know it's like being arranged for lighting before they've actually turned the lights on, mm-hmm. as opposed to the next gen version where it looks like okay now they've lit the set the way it's supposed to be and we're ready to shoot. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure so, once I start seeing the games, like, yeah. I'll, I'll be singing a different tune. It's just yeah. at the moment. I mean, I guess that's the difference is that now it's such subtle changes Yeah, you really exactly. have to be in the yeah. world like, and experiencing to pick up Yeah, that, that, that is one of the things that I've been noticing is that um, I've actually been worried about this myself personally mm. is that with the current generation of consoles, they've actually been able to squeeze in a really impressive number of visual effects, but they always had to cheat it. Mm. Like, you know, it wouldn't actually be like real-time lighting. You know, but, you know, it's like now with the next generation of consoles, they actually can do these effects without cheating. They can be in real time. But mm-hmm. because people have already seen them as mm-hmm. cheated effects, yeah. they'll go in there and go, like, well, I don't see what the big deal is. Right. I saw this in the last generation. And then you've got to sit down and explain, no, no, now it's in real time. It's yeah. being dynamically generated. Yeah. The guys are like, well, I don't care. I saw this in the last generation. Yeah. Well, so. I am, well, I mean, it's also, there'll be innovations. It's yeah. just, yeah, it'll take yeah. a while. It'll we'll take have to wait. There as Probably like, yeah. Another year and a half. Yeah, because in fairness, I don't, I don't think the first wave of games I saw on the Xbox and the PS3 no. really perfect Dark mind. Zero. Yeah, exactly. Perfect Dark Zero on the Xbox 360. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. oh perfect Dark. It's only a matter of time. Although I feel like Infamous, those guys know what they're doing. I think there's going to be something going yeah. on. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's like everything breaks in Infamous. Yeah. It's kind of crazy when yeah, you play yeah. that game. It's, it's one of those things where you have to be paying attention. But if you are, you're like. Yeah. Oh my God! He's like you know breaking down construction barriers. He's putting holes in the walls. Yeah. You know, it's like these things are getting knocked over. Yeah. You know barriers are falling apart, and it's like you just don't see that in current generation yeah, games. Yeah. That'll so, be cool. They should yeah. do a Hulk game like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. open world destruction games. Yeah. will have a lot oh, more destruction yeah. next generation. I'm all for that. Yeah. I want another perfect dark game. That'd be amazing. Well, you'll probably get it. Actually, Eventually. Yeah. it feels like the type of thing that Nintendo yeah. would dust what, off. What the hell is Rare doing these days? Yeah. Like, we should just put them to work on a perfect. Do they even dark exist? Game. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. In they name, sell, like, everything yeah. to Microsoft? In name, at least, they yeah, still yeah. exist. So. Well, that's why Perfect Dark is probably exclusively Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft bought Rare. And so. Cool. All right, another news. Didn't you have a story for us? Yeah, in, in other news, this is more next-generation stuff. So it's like, you know, in Brazil, it's been officially confirmed right. that if you want to legally buy a PlayStation there, legally. it's going to run you 1800 American dollars. The right. Neo Geo! After, after importation taxes and all that sort of thing. That, that's Sony's official response. is like, we're not charging this. It's just after the taxes and stuff like that come in, it's $1,800. So, uh, sorry, Brazil. So, the sale, instead of sales count, we're going to be looking at how many people are arrested for yeah. smuggling, black market. Yeah. Well, probably purchases. at that price, wouldn't it be cheaper to fly to the U.S., buy one and fly back? Uh, possibly. I mean, it's like the Xbox One is doing a little bit better. The official retail price for that in Brazil is going to be like one thousand fifteen American dollars. Ugh. So both consoles will be over a thousand dollars 
in that's Brazil. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's multiple times its actual price, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Is. That's yeah. insane. But there, there is you know one pragmatic reason for this, which um, I saw a lot in Southeast Asia when I was living there, because consoles there were also insanely expensive. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they were priced insanely expensive in Southeast Asia, which is the same problem that Brazil has, is mm. rampant piracy. Yeah, the console makers only make money off of the sale of the console itself because they okay. don't see a dime from game sales. So the prices are jacked up because like you know this is the only time we're actually going to be able to get money from these yeah. guys is when they shell out for the hardware. After that, they're just going to buy the pirate versions of everything. Right. So when you look at it from that perspective, it's like, okay, you know, so you bite the bullet on that because, you know, yeah, you're going to be buying the rest of your games for like a dollar in yeah. the future anyway yeah. or well, less. Can they just go to eBay and pay 500 Yeah, I guess you could do that. I mean, like, you know, yeah, yeah. Buy, buying it elsewhere is always yeah. an option. I'm sure yeah. some people will exercise that, right? Yeah, it's like sure not sustainable at all. Yeah. Mm hmm I lived in Brazil, I'd go up to the States, buy a ton yeah. of them, come yeah. back and black market Well, yeah, if there's an underground market for games already, surely there will be one for systems. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. much no, I mean, there's there's always a gray market where certain yeah. stores will, like, you know, import it, and then right. usually they'll modify it to play the pirate games. And then uh, sell it and so, you know, yeah. Ah, uh, piracy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is that is one of the reasons why the legal version is always so costly. It's like, that's the last money we'll ever see from these guys. Makes yeah. sense, really. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Unfortunate. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's going to actually buy one and buy that then. No, that might be a while. Not, not in Brazil. No, not in Brazil. Like everybody's going out and buying one, like, you know, next month. Here. Yeah. No, but in Brazil, yeah. I'm just, I don't think yeah. you'll make any money from Brazil yeah. whatsoever. A thousand bucks for an Xbox One. Eighteen hundred for a PS4. Wow. That's insane. That is crazy. Do we have any other news you'd like to touch on this week? Uh, no, that that was uh, about it for me. That's all you yeah. had for well, us? Well, the long dark, we should mention that. What Sorry? is the long dark? No. It's the Kickstarter game down in Canada that we oh, okay. heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Which well, you know about it. You talk about it. It just got funded. We did. It. We have an interview yes. about them on the site, and they oh, reached the stretch goal. So good for them. Congrats to them. I get a lot. It's a real. T it's a survival. It's a survival. Oh, is this a realistic survival yeah. simulator? Yeah, you can oh, freeze okay, to death, yeah. right? Yeah. Doesn't oh, sound I mean, fun. if it's made by Canadians, then obviously you've got to have yeah. provision for freezing to death. Freeze to death, attacked by bears. It sounds Canadian. Also Canadian, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Drink yourself yeah. to death, you know. Yeah, getting buried under an avalanche of maple syrup. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Drink Drowned. maple syrup for power-ups. Yeah. Which reminds me, i got to play Saint-Froid sometime. Saint-Froid. I can't pronounce French words. Saint-Froid? Basically, uh, French-Canadian werewolf Ooh. tower defense game. That came Maybe out. A werewolf tower defense. Okay. Yeah, it All came right. out a That's few months ago or something. I, I don't know. It just reminded me of it. <laughs> okay. It sounds neat. It looks cool. But so we have an interview with them on our site. We do indeed. Magonline.com. Yep. Check out if you want to survive in Canada. Is it take place in Canada? Is it just survival anywhere? I don't anywhere? know. Read the interview to find out. I guess so. Mm -hmm. We're not going to give you everything. No, we can't. That'd be too easy. I want to know how, now. I want to know how you survive. Like, to build fire and interesting anyway i guess a lot of uh, kickstarter is really helping a lot of people reach their goals and making some really neat some niche it's indie some. games so it obviously did not help the silicon knights guys when they tried well, they out. failed yeah. they just failed so it didn't help them they what was this for? they asked oh. like two million it was like yeah it's like the, the ex silicon knights guys what did they call their company? precursor precursor games is yeah. what they called themselves yeah under their new banner where they were trying to two um, mils create a well, spiritual to be successor. fair they also had that sex scandal that happened just before people like sex themselves one of the one of the team members was like oh, arrested for like right. child pornography right, right, right. Yeah. yeah yeah that won't help your kickstarter whatsoever no. and that was just as they launched the first That's kickstarter preventative kickstarter yeah. that we talked about a few weeks ago Oh yeah, goddamn. So that that's kind of how it all kind of went right. down. But no, Kickstarter is definitely. Thing, so. yeah. I didn't even hear about this. We'll tell you after. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Kickstarter is definitely great for indie games, and if you are an indie, even if you're in Canada now, you can kickstart something. Yep, that's true. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. And there's some yeah. really good stuff that's been recently got its Kickstarter uh, funded, and usually really spectacularly funded. I want Phil to kickstart something, a movie. Sure. We'll do that. Amazing horror movie. There's film. some cool uh, Kickstarter movie things I've heard. Uh, one guy's doing a documentary that he'd probably find out on Kickstarter about the abandoned Tim Burton Nicolas Cage Superman movie. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that could be fun. He's wow. been personally collecting artwork and things for years, and he, if he got funding, he'd like, like, uh, 
they're gonna they're gonna reenact scenes from the script with minimal effects. He's gonna fly to Nicolas Cage's private island to talk to him. Presumably Tim Burton, my Kevin Smith will obviously chatter on quite a bit about that. So that'll be fun. There, and there's been a handful of projects like that. Well, I know that uh, there's a Nightwing project that got started too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I That's think it's cool. a movie. Actually, oh, like a fan decent. film. Night film. Surprisingly, it looks. Be good. Like the costume yeah. itself is decent. Oh, they can be good if yeah. you have the budget to do it. So, yeah. Like that Wonder some, Woman thing was pretty. Impressive. Yeah. If you have some spare time, wander over to Kickstarter. There's always some interesting stuff. Kickstarter does not need our promotion. They really They're don't. Doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always forget to go. I get I get on that site and I just get lost. There's just too much. Yeah, it's yeah. just like oh my god, there's there's too much. I have to leave. Yeah. I usually just find stuff outside of it just by randomly wandering around, and mm-hmm. that keeps me from funding almost everything that looks cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. I for, as of now, I actually haven't kickstarted anything. Like, I haven't funded anything. Oh, I kickstarted oh, the Torment spiritual sequel, Shantae. Oh, yeah. Missed my Mighty Number no. 9. I missed that. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you can just buy it. It's not going to be, like, the, all these things are going to be for sale anyway. Weird so extra stuff, too. though, They'd you know? Be like 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah. You, you can get some weird extra stuff, though, when you kickstart. I usually just kickstart it so I get the game. Mm, fair enough. That, that's really what I go, go for. One, so that it's successful and you can actually get the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so is that it for news? We actually don't have more news? I think news? so, yeah. There's not really much going on right now. Yeah, we'll just stop. Okay. There may be more news. There might be more news. So, Phil's going to talk about the movies. Well, yeah, sorry. Quickly. Scott just walked in and handed a note, and we all just looked Breaking dumbfounded. News. <laughs> Breaking news from Breaking. Scott Dixon. Thanks, Scott. Two came era and hit with massive layoffs. Oh, do tell. Thanks, Scott, for the depressing so, yeah. news. Yeah, so, yeah, those were the Bioshock 2 and the uh, the Bureau XCOM declassified guys. Oh, yep. that, that 2K, Marin. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, although the exact number is not known, the majority of the team has been let go. Ooh. Oh. Okay, so, yeah, probably just because it's like, yeah, the games really haven't been selling all that well, have they? No. I heard, didn't hear much about the Bureau. Yeah. Didn't seem particularly like, impressive. I, I don't imagine that XCOM declassified would have done anywhere near as well as, like, XCOM you know, enemy. I can't see it being that. No. That was yeah. one that like the, you know. And they were working that game for a long the time. The fans yeah. actually wanted like you know XCOM enemy within, yeah. whereas this one was always just like, why are you even doing this to the franchise? So yeah. And that's it for news. Unless Scott has anything else. Yep. No, shaking his head. Thank you, Scott. Mm-hmm. And we'll take a little break. So, what are we going to talk about first? We're going to talk about Phil and his movie goings on. Sure. So, so, Phil, what have you seen? All right. Well, this week, <clears throat> the big release is the Carrie remake. All right. One thing we should talk about just quickly before we do that, because yeah. when I saw it, I don't know if you saw it, the promo they did for Carrie where they rigged oh, up yeah, that, that coffee really shop. Yeah, that was really that was clever. Oh, I saw good. a clip of that. Yeah. That was really it was clever. It was actually really good. Yeah. It was really good. And it was a bad sign, too, because they decided to market Carrie without showing any footage from Carrie. But it's still a good stunt. Yeah, it was a good stunt, but it just showed the little amount of faith that the studio had in it. And okay. having seen it, I can understand why. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty well, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. So obviously, remakes of '70s horror movies have been going on for a long time, and it's a really bad, bad trend, trend that don't work. Because simply because the '70s horror movies still hold up and are still classics, because you could like go farther and do things in those movies that you're not allowed to make in movies anymore. So you're it's just softening true. all of them, and that's mm-hmm. a problem. Now, Although but, I will say, Evil Dead remake wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't that bad, but I mean, it's no Evil Dead. No. So, um, uh, so anyway, now with Carrie. Um, I mean, obviously, it's unfortunate it got remade, but I wasn't against it simply because, while I love Carrie, it's a masterpiece, um, the story is, like, Carrie's very over the top, um, the movie, and the story is very kind of harshly realistic in a way that you could make a more interesting contemporary version of Carrie, simply because when you think about Carrie and really boil it down, it's essentially like a Columbine school shooting story, but with psychic powers powers, instead of guns. So that's something that could be done contemporarily in a really interesting way, and that's what I was hoping for. They hired Kimberly Pierce to make it, who made the movie Boys Don't Cry, and some other really sort of dark, realistic, gritty movies. And the tone of the Carrie remake is that. But 
the movie itself is almost scene for scene a remake, and it feels really choppy. It feels like things got taken out, and it did get delayed in release, so it's hard to say if, got, if that happened in editing, that happened in writing, but that did happen, and it's unfortunate. Now, for the first chunk, it feels like that because all the kids are actually teenagers, which makes a huge difference. In the original Carrie, they don't even look like they're young enough to be in college. Um, so, so that helps, and um, it... And the cast is pretty strong, except for Chloe Moretz can't quite pull off Carrie, which is a bummer, because um, she's not that great of an actress. She's fine, but she's not. She's no sissy SpaceX. So mm-hmm. it like starts out feeling like they're going that more serious dark road, and it starts to get interesting, and then it just turns into a scene by scene with Carrie. And it's a problem because in order for that movie to work, you kind of have to become attached to various people in the school, so that when she does go nuts, you have that weird moral dichotomy where you're like it's this is kind of cathartic but at the same time psychopathic and i shouldn't should feel uncomfortable with this and um in the first one you kind of get that because you kind of get to know enough characters and this one you really don't it's pretty well just about carrie and so it just kind of turns into a horror show and the prom sequence with cgi obviously can't live up to the amazing sequence mm-hmm. that ryan de palma put together in the yeah. 70s with the split screen and everything that was really good it's amazing yeah, yeah. it still holds up so i would say it's a noble failure because i could see they tried to do the carrie remake that i think's worth doing and as far as these 70 horror remake go it i mean they're far 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 worse ones but at the same time i would say if you want to see carrie this halloween Get the get the real one. So is it's it, still out there and still. Is it right. better than the sequel they made though? Yeah. It's better than that one. Yeah, hundred percent. And that was kind of a remake too. Yeah, it was stupid. Isn't it was terrible. This like the second remake they've done. A Carrie? Yeah. No, you're thinking of Rage Carrie too. Yeah. That's oh, bad. It yeah. was Carrie two, yeah. and it was still bad. I thought that was just a remake. I think no. it was made as a remake, and then they put Carrie yeah. two in the title to try. The trailer certainly looked like a remake. Yeah. She yeah. just but got. I mad. think you're right, but yeah. I think I'm yeah. just forgetting a bit the bit at the start of it. But it they really played off like it's the same thing. It's pretty well just the same thing. That's pretty awful. It's awful. Yeah, so it's about. I mean, I wonder if at some point there'll be a director's cut of this version because even though Chloe Moretz is still always going to be a problem, if they did it like the school shooting, which is what it feels like they're trying to do, it would be really interesting. The only contemporary thing they really have in it is that at the beginning when she has the her period in the uh, locker room, um, someone uh, tapes out on their cell phone and puts it on YouTube, which is again not a terrible twist. But then they do that and then never mention it again for the rest of the movie, and it feels like that was all stuff that was cut out because I'm sure the studio. You, you Harry's, uh, Carrie's a horror classic, but it's really not a horror movie except for the last like fifteen yeah. minutes. It's true. Other yeah. than that, like it is yeah. horrific just because of the bullying and the way she's treated. So I'm sure the studio just forgot what kind of thing they were making. Saw it, panicked, tried to say, "Okay, we got to get to the prom as quickly as possible." That's mm-hmm. all he wants to be here for, and that's the one thing Kimberly Pierce couldn't do mm-hmm. properly. So it's a problem. So yeah, I would say like if you desperately have to see it, it could have been a million times worse, but it is. It could have also been a million times better. Um, escape plans also coming out this week with Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger, but the studio has so little faith in it that they have not even screened it yet. So oh, wow. I'm going it? tonight. Yeah. I will talk about it next week, and I Fair hope enough. it's terrible. Um, because in a good way? Yeah, in the best possible way. Doesn't look so, good. Yeah, but, I mean, Stallone and Schwarzenegger busting out of a future prison. Like, how can you not want to that watch That sounds that? amazing. Yeah, I mean, what's that? What's wrong with people? You don't want to see that. I mean, they're not exactly having any pretensions about it. Like, no. When you no. see the trailer, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, even the font looks like a direct-to-video movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll talk about that next week. And then, yeah, I mean, there's all... Uh, I mean, it's not really, like, a genre movie in any such imagination, but uh, 12 Years a Slave opens this week, and um, that's going to be a big awards movie and is actually, like, incredibly powerful and worth looking at if you want to be depressed for two and a half hours. Well, I do. I know you do. I know you do. Um, But, no, seriously, it's actually, like, I'm I'm a very cynical person. Mm. No, you're not. I don't normally get moved by things, particularly when a movie's made about the Holocaust or slavery or something like that. I I tend to have something against it just because it's so easy to just make something about that theme and move people because of their association with that. But this is actually probably the most disturbing thing about slavery that I've ever seen in my entire life. And Mm. it's deeply deeply upsetting and deeply powerful and when i first saw it i saw it at like nine in the morning and i came out and it was raining and i was really happy because i just needed to wander around and be sad for a few hours oh, okay. so i recommend booking off sad time if you go see it sad time mm-hmm. but again that's going to play for like six months because that's going to be clearing up uh awards so yep carrier slavery those are your choices well also if you're in toronto the after dark film festival yeah, starts but, uh-huh. today yeah 
there's a couple. They're show, they're showing a couple good movies, but I show up twenty minutes late because the intros take thirty. Yes, because every movie has a little intro. Yeah, little. Well, yeah. I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't be talking like this in public. <laughs> I have to deal with those people. It has a fair intro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're showing some good stuff. We are what we are. Um, I haven't seen the new one, but I've seen the remake that it's based on. It's a really upsetting movie about a family of cannibals. That um, bad? Okay. In no, a no, good no, way? No, no, no. Like, it, 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 like deeply disturbing. Okay. It's really cool. It's like, um, basically, it's a family of cannibals, and the first scene, I mean, if they follow the original, which I'm assuming they were, the father dies. The mother dies in this one. The mother dies? Okay. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the original one, the father died, and then it's just sort of about these kids trying to figure out how to go on, on with their lives, which involves trapping people. In, and in this, them. it's supposed to be, yeah, the, the mother dies, and mm-hmm. the father and the girls are trying to carry on the cannibalism without... Okay. It leaking out. Into so it the sounds similar, town. but with yeah. the father. Fair enough. But it takes place in the. And it's American, of course. Yeah. So it's supposed to be just a small town, and they look like a normal family. Yeah, kind of they're thing? trying to keep their secret hidden from the small town. Yeah, the oh. original was really disturbing. Um, it's actually one thing where I'm okay with there being a free uh, remake because the only problem with the original was really kind of slow and arty in a way that wasn't necessary. I'm wondering if this one's slow and arty because it got awards from Sunday. I'm sure it will be slow and arty, but not like Glacial. Slow, mm-hmm. so that looks interesting. There's also a Bobcat Goldthwaite from the Police Academy movies has turned into a really, really good director. As ridiculous as that sounds, that's pretty ridiculous. Uh, no, sound weird. His yeah. movies are amazing. Like his, ba- he made one called World's Greatest Dad, which stars Robin Williams, and it's okay. the most misleading title of all time because it's been in the first scene. Robin Williams catches his son doing autoerotic asphyxiation. And you find out Rob Williams is a failed author working as a teacher, a high school I teacher. I watched that. It's great. That was not what I expected. I know, right? <laughs> and so he, his son eventually dies from autoerotic asphyxiation, yeah. but Rob Williams is so upset by it that he, like, uh, hides the body and writes a fake suicide note. His son was a, a complete asshole, but the suicide note gets in the school paper and becomes, like, a hero in the school. So Rob Williams then writes a fake diary, and it becomes a bestseller, and yeah. he goes on the hot tours. Okay. It's that sounds h- awesome. It is. It's great. It's yeah. hilarious. That and sounds he, good. He named another one called God Bless America about a middle aged man. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. That one good movie. CD. It's really, really, really good. And yeah, that's right. I wrote about that. Yeah, I yeah. wrote that. Yeah. Nice. I think I, I think I copy edited that. Yeah. Nice. 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 So yeah, good that. Movie. So that's good. And anyway, he's got a um, a Bigfoot movie. Okay. Um, which I'm really excited about because there's no good Bigfoot movie. But no, there should be not. at least Maybe one. Bigfoot will die from Murado. Auto rock association. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be really darkly. And funny, then Mrs. Bigfoot will write a suicide. You know what they need to do? Did you ever? Did you ever play uh, Undead Nightmare in um, Red Dead? Yeah, there's the hunting bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. at the end, he's so sad because you've killed yeah, all his family. But yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That. We'll see. I yeah. hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I, I don't know. With it being uh, Bob Gagalfit and he being so perverse, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a group of people that dressed up like Bigfoot to have nasty Bigfoot sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to. You'll have to let us know. I will. I want to see the uh, the UK one stalled, which is supposed to be a cross between Shaun of the Dead and Phone Booth. Of yeah, course it is. Whenever they say it's a zombie comedy, that's yeah. a really weird combination. Whenever they say something's like Shaun of the Dead, it just means I think it's just zombies in it, and, and, it's and, and it's British, and it's comedy, and it's comedy. It's terrible. Yeah, have you have, have you looked at that comic you bored last week? I haven't yet. Okay, no. Mm-hmm. But thanks for bringing that up, making me feel bad. <laughs> no, I, just, I was wondering if you could tell us. No, I know. I was going to bring it with me when I went home for Thanksgiving, and then I didn't. And uh, I just have been playing catch up, but I will. I'll read it next week. Yeah, it looks really cool. Sounds good. I yeah. don't know. I think uh, just as a final point, I think. You could actually do a Bigfoot movie and make it kind of the mainstream Slenderman kind of thing. Yeah. I mean... You're wandering through the woods and Bigfoot's trying to eat Bigfoot you? Just Bigfoot popping up and mm-hmm. sort of weird stuff happening. I mean, if they ever do a, an actual Slenderman movie, the internet is going to riot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see uh, Marvel Hornets and how people are so angry that they acknowledge that's a TV, that's a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just how angry people get about that, that they're not keeping up the facade entirely. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. I want a Slenderman movie. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I do, too. He's a creepy, creepy character. Yeah. He's amazing. So read Phil's review of Carrie on yep. cgmagonline.com. Tomorrow? It's up right now, Phil. Oh. Right now. Well, yeah, right now. That? Oh, yeah, I guess if you're listening to this, it is tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Our time bubble. This time. <laughs> yeah. time bubble. So what else have you been playing? Playing anything this time? Uh, playing anything? Yeah, well, I played Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Yeah, it, it was fun. Um, yeah, it was, it was Zelda. Yeah, it was yeah, Zelda. It I mean, it is what it is. It's that. Uh, it's, it's Wind Waker. Um, they had very minor changes. Um, uh, I guess I'll get into that. Um, you can sail faster. Yeah, you can sail faster, which is great. Yeah. Because um, that took forever. Uh, the visual upgrade's quite nice. It's basically just lighting and texture, but that's all 
that the bait, which is kind of necessity to blow it up on the widescreen TVs mm. we have now versus what the TVs we have in the GameCube game. Yeah, I still think it lo- era. I still think it looks um, really nice. Um, yeah, so there's that, and um, and yeah, and I also it's it's a charming game. I mean, it, it follows the Zelda formula, um, but it has a really interesting open world, and the character designs have this kind of Eastern flavor to it. In addition to obviously looking like a pop-up children's book come to life so that's fun yeah you can sail faster what else can you do differently um that's kind of (laughs) it i mean like i wish they changed other things because the stealth in it is still annoying as hell and um there are a couple like uh escorting missions and those suck as always they always suck yeah they always suck so that's a bummer um so yeah i mean it, it is fun it is essentially just like when Ocarina of Time came out on the 3DS. Hmm. Except that was more exciting because Ocarina of Time is one of the greatest games ever made. Whereas That's Wind Waker is sort of more of a cult thing. Yep. And I'm sure if you love Wind Waker, it'd be nice. But if you're a real pure nostalgist, you'd probably just want to play the original. Mm-hmm. Doesn't surprise me. It's not so selling super well. It is do it disappointing that it's sort of the major fall title right now from Nintendo and it's a 10-year-old game. Yeah. But at the same time, the market they're going for probably doesn't even know what a GameCube is. True. And if you're a kid discovering Zelda... So we're going to get Super Mario Sunshine HD soon, too, then. No, we'll never get (laughs) that. Never, 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 never. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I would... You can't say it's bad. It's a good game. It's just an old game that we already played. And the changes are not so substantial as to make it that you have to play it again unless you desperately want to. Or if you've never played it before, but like Zelda, Mm -hmm. it's a good opportunity to play catch-up rather than trying to track down a GameCube and a copy of that. So yeah, um, so yeah, that was fine. That's what I played. Fair enough. Yep. Wayne. Um, okay. You can I, even talk about the retro stuff you played. I played and finished Armored Core Verdict Day no, okay. for review, mm-hmm. which is a difficult game to recommend unless you are a hardcore Armored Core fan right. to begin with, because really all it is is it's just an expansion for multiplayer for mm-hmm. Armored Core, mm-hmm. Armored Core Five specifically. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it makes absolutely no attempt to like um, ingratiate itself with newbies or anything like that. It's still brutal and complicated. doesn't hold your hand anywhere. It's made by From Software, the same guys that make Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. So it's a hard game. Mm-hmm. But you know, unlike Demon Souls and Dark Souls, where there were a lot of people playing those games for the first time, this one works under the assumption it's like, no, you know, Armored Core 5 came out. You're probably buying this because you have Armored Core 5 and you can import your robot from that game, which has been all kitted out. So... The whole game is geared under the assumption that you've got your super robot from Armored Core 5. And if you try playing the game brand spanking new without any of that imported save data... Did you have that save data? No, I didn't. Okay. So it was a brutally, brutally difficult game for me because I had to use the newbie robot. Oh, dear. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And on top of that, like I said, this is basically just expanded multiplayer. So it's got a half-assed single-player campaign, which is just search and destroy. Every single mission is just search and destroy. It doesn't really go beyond that. And the bulk of the game is you just get online with your robot and, you know, fight with other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, yeah, that, that was it. For guys that really, really liked the series and were bitching and complaining about how multiplayer was not so great in Armored Core 5, go out and buy this. Mm-hmm. And for everybody else, it's like there's really not much reason for you to get it because it's, it's not going to try to gently transition you into but the I series. But I can build a mech and shoot other yes, mechs. Yes, you can. But it would probably help if you got Armored Core 5 and did it there first. Mm-hmm. And then got this game and then you know, went... That seems like a lot of money. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. so. it's a full disc game. Yeah, it is. But we were discussing, we don't know if it's full retail price Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure exactly what the full retail price is. That's actually better. an important distinction yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah. So there's no, like, hand-holding and teaching you how to play. No, they've, they've got some really half-assed, like, you know, here's some movement and... Yeah. Here's how you sign up for your faction and, like, you know, get into fights with other people. Uh-huh. And as far as the intricacies of assembling your robot, which I actually do know because I had played the previous Armored Core games, uh-huh. they just don't explain that at all. They're just like, you go and figure that well, out. Well, that is from software. For yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, you know, I was okay because I was familiar with some of the parts and I knew what they did, but I was kind of just sitting there going, yeah, if I was playing this game brand spanking new and I didn't know what Armored Core was about, uh-huh. I would walk away right now because they don't explain anything you just have to know already coming into it. So, yeah. It's strictly for fans and not anybody else. Fair enough. So, yeah. Started playing that. I've also started playing but haven't finished, but I'm doing this for review. Um, the, the Fables game 
Wolf Among Us. Oh, cool. The one released by Telltale. Oh, oh right, wow. right, right. Yeah. How is that? It's good. Yeah? I mean, it's like, it's it's pretty much like, you know, Walking Dead, except, well, you know, mechanically, it's like Walking Dead. Yeah. That there's not so much. I heard the combat's improved, though. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to take a look at buying it even even now and not waiting because I actually liked Fables as a comic. Yeah. yeah. And I find the best selling point is the fact that you get to play as the big bad wolf. Yeah. I mean, it's like I, big, I'm, big awesome. I'm quite impressed with the game so far. You know, it's like what little I've gone through just because it's like mm. the art direction, they've really nailed it. It's just mm. like, oh, man, this really does look like a comic book, even more so than The Walking Dead. Yeah. Just and, from the stills I've seen. Yeah. And yeah. unlike The Walking Dead, because of the subject matter with, you know, Fables and Bill Willingham and all that, it's like Telltale is good at comedy. I mean, you know, it's like they've done Sam yep. and Max and, you know, it's like Back to the know, Future. All, you know, Back to the Future and all those other games. So they excel at humor and they're allowed mm-hmm. to be funny again with this game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there, there are, you know, there are jokes scattered yeah. around, which is appropriate to the license. And yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I'm enjoying that part. I've heard the combat's improved compared to Walking Dead. Yeah, it, it, it seems like it. And, you yeah. know, it's like, again, they're doing the same thing as Walking Dead where you'll be presented with a choice of how you respond and right. the various characters will remember how you responded to them and that mm-hmm. may or may not affect your interactions Which with cool. them in future episodes yeah. since those other episodes aren't out yet. I have no idea mm-hmm. whether what I'm doing is screwing me over later or not. But, um, you know, it's like unlike Walking Dead where, you know, I decided to, um, you know, play the guy as like you know just being really compassionate towards clem mm-hmm. um with fables it's like you know i i know big b pretty well and it's like well yeah he's just like you know a cynical hard ass mm-hmm. so i've got no issues with playing his character that way and just Fair sometimes enough. going for mm-hmm. you know, it's like is, a tough answer is it harder to kind of separate yourself away from the way the character originally acted in this game considering walking dead was new character yeah see for this me, one is yeah for me yes it is because it's like i've read fables i you know it's like i feel like i'm familiar with big b and what he would do so mm-hmm. i tend to pick the big b-esque answers just because like well that's More what that fun, guy do yeah. yeah yeah but that's a, that's a really st- yeah. interesting thing to think about though yeah. because big b does develop over the course of the comics yeah he the does same time yeah at the same time does it establish early on which era of Big B we're talking about? I, like, I, I think that this is like you know, sort of like you know, pre-fables, fables, as in like so this, you know, this, is, this, oh, is, wow. this is even before the comic starts. You know, it's like oh everything, wow, everything is just like you know, established there in New York, and you know, like yeah, there's like you know, no great scourge coming or anything like that. Yeah. And Big B is basically just concentrating on trying to keep order within mm-hmm. Fable Town. So it actually predates, yeah. So there, there isn't like you know, any of the. Um, Snow White relationship stuff, or like mm-hmm. not that I've seen yet, anyway. Or the uh, the attrition, yeah, which so, is my favorite part of the comic. So yeah, this this is like you know proto Big B when he really was just like you know the grumpy law enforcement officer, the chain smoking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He said yeah, chain smoking and all that sort. He's of not thing. a werewolf. He's a he's, he's just he's just a wolf. He's just a wolf that can. He's affected by werewolf stuff. Mm-hmm. Is he? Uh, he part of. Part of uh, his how he stabilized his uh, parentage involved being infected with lycanthropy, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay, I don't remember that part. It's I'll, I'll look it, I'll look it up and see if I'm true, but that's my understanding of it. I thought he was just basically the big bad wolf, and no, he is. And then he just turned into human form because he has the ability to in this world. Reverse werewolf? Yeah, that's what I thought. No, because of. because of you know glamours and all that, which is like yeah. the big thing in Fable. Mm. He's affected by silver, and uh, I just assumed all wolves were. I don't know. <laughs> he's affected by silver, and it's kind of complicated. Involves going into his his father and all that, but. Um, I don't want to go on a huge rant here on the podcast. Or spoil things that people might not have read yet. Yeah. Everything that I said is like in the first three volumes, so it's not Okay, really okay. I, d- I read those. I don't remember that. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, well, anyways, yeah. back to story. So, yeah, I mean, it's like it, it, it is a good, fun game, and, you know, it's like playing it is not going to spoil anything for you in the comics. It, it may actually make, like, you know, the first volume make more sense mm-hmm. oh, in nice. that regard just because – you're going into it already knowing about, you know, it's like Big B and his job and all that other stuff. Is the author of the comic involved? Uh, he didn't write it, but, no. yeah, he is, he like, you know, heavily, he, yeah, it. he signed off on it. He's heavily involved in it, but the Telltale guys wrote it. And mm-hmm. It's like, you know, yeah, the, They're good the, writers. Yeah, the dialogue yeah. is good. It's snappy yeah, and all are. that sort of thing, yeah. And it's just like, and, yeah, you know, it's like it's like what Alexander was saying. It's like, to me, it would feel weird for, like, you know, especially Big B at this stage in his life to, like, go for the understanding, patient, tolerant, compassionate answer. It's like Bigby wouldn't do that. You know, it's like this yeah. is some guy that's just trying to keep order in town. If some guy is giving him lip, he's going to give lip back. He's not going to yeah. say, "Oh, it's okay. I understand. Would you like some hot chocolate? Let's discuss it." It's like Bigby's not going to do that. When you're dealing with Clementine, okay, yes, you know, it's like I want to be nice to her, so that's the answer I'll take. But 
Big B can be a hard ass because that's what Big B is. Exactly. Fair enough. Now so I'm tempted to do the exact opposite whenever I play, just yeah. to see the you might, yeah, dissonance. Like, just just to see that weird thing. Like you know, Big B would never say, say this, but you know what? I think it would be funny to see him say I want, it. So. I want to take one of those options and just have Big B look at the camera and just go, "Really? Yeah. No. So, <laughs> yeah. Just. So yeah, you'll see. I mean, it's like you know, every, everybody is going to have different experiences with this. I right now, I choose to play it like the comic, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll go back and try some different choices. No, afterwards. no, Wayne, I have a question for you. Right. The Telltale games are very similar to the way Beyond works, as in, there's a few yeah, different choices. Sort of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is it that the Telltale games received universal praise, but Beyond was so across the board on what it kind do of? Do you think it might have to do with David Cage? It's okay. Yeah, one, it's, it's, one. The Telltale writers are better than David yeah, Cage. David or, Cage. Yeah. or maybe more to the point, they've got like you know better editors or something because mm. David Cage is in charge, so nobody can actually tell David Cage to pull it but back. But I think it's also just as simple as like these are the first times where th- th- these these are kind of the first instances where the games are stories everything. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. And once that happens, then yeah, the level of writing makes a huge difference. Exactly. Like, yeah. The biggest like you're playing in most games. You know, it, it's great when there's a strong story, but if the gameplay is strong enough, you can overlook it easily enough. Well, that and also maybe Walking Dead at this point was a novelty because it hadn't been like done like that in so long. And now they're like, oh, well, we saw this with Walking Dead already. Because 400 Days didn't get any no, kind of recognition yes. whatsoever. It, it, it is a bit different, yeah. I mean, it's like Walking Dead strayed far from the established Telltale formula in that mm. it was an adventure game, but mm. they really downplayed the puzzle solving, mm. which is traditional to the adventure game Exactly, format. yeah. Um, Although I, I think probably the one thing that saves um, Telltale games versus Heavy Rain and why people are so divided well, Beyond over Two Souls. is, uh, or yeah, Beyond Two Souls is the narrative structure and the pacing. It's like Telltale games are episodic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so yeah. you play the first episode and it follows a classic narrative structure where they introduce a conflict and there's some kind of conflict resolution by the time you get mm-hmm. to the end of it. Maybe they'll tease you with a little bit of a cliffhanger, but you know, it's like it feels like you're participating in a TV show, whereas something like Beyond Two Souls. When I played that, especially because I was crushing it for review purposes, um, the structure was like all out of whack because they were doing it in a non-linear sequence. Mm-hmm. That was, like yeah. It jumped yeah. all over Jody Holmes' timeline. And then on top of that, it would be like one segment would be like five minutes. And then another segment would like take an hour. And, you know, it's like in between that, there's like, you know, tears or maybe not or a sense of betrayal or maybe a sense of joy. And all of these emotions were just like, you know, jammed in, you know, um, in like you know just this really you know it's like weird sort of fashion because he was like you know it's like I'm I'm trying to make a point with Jody's emotions here whereas with Telltale games they're like okay we've given you a self-contained episode you know that there's more coming but you know it's like we've we've given you enough that you could be satisfied now because we know that you have to wait mm-hmm. so I think that that episodic structure just mm-hmm. like with comic books or television that actually helps when you're making a game where story is so important. When you give somebody like you know the equivalent of like a ten-hour movie, which is what Beyond Two Souls is, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm not really sure when I should be walking away from this, like you know now or later or what. Like you know structurally, it's very problematic just because of the nonlinear nature of the narrative. Mm-hmm. So, One yeah. thing I notice about uh, David Cage games too is that they're more structured around having just things happen that are supposed to look good visually or emotionally. They don't seem really well connected. I know yeah. it's like. Yeah, like in the, in Indigo Prophecy, especially. But mo- actually, I'm going to use Heavy Rain as the example because that's what that's what I've seen. Uh, like how they have Madison going into the house of this one old man and the stuff that happens in there, which has nothing to do with anything else in the story, but lays a cool looking scene. Mm-hmm. This and is it, true, yeah. And it just feels I mean, they had a lot of scenes like that in Heavy Rain and Indigo Prophecy where the scenes themselves are cool, but they seem so out of place yeah, with and, everything else that and happens. And Beyond Two Souls is all about that: is that mm-hmm. David Cage is just picking these specific moments and then, like, and, you know, yeah, just trying to string them all together and the doesn't problem, always work. The problem with an atypical time narrative is just that you have to kind of show the pro- eventually show the progression of how they got from point A to point yeah. B, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually really complicated in my. Uh, experience with it is that if you do it wrong it just seems absolutely awful yeah it's not absolutely awful in beyond two souls okay. but i mean yeah there are there are definitely some structural problems mm-hmm. with the way that that story is told which yeah don't appear in telltale games because it, it is point a to point b over mm-hmm. the course of five episodes in the case of you know um the fable game so yeah i don't anticipate that there's going to be the same problems that and it's just it's going to be funnier because mm-hmm. Beyond Two Souls is not really funny at all. No. Sometimes it tries, and even then, it, it fails kind of miserably. Fails, yeah, but it does try from time to time. 
whereas the guys over at Telltale, they know how to tell a joke. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even sure if those always were jokes. They're just not delivered well. So just yeah. Like, That's funny yeah. for Telltale. And what other properties does Telltale have lined up? Um, I'm not sure how far along it is, but they did snap up the um, license for the original King's Quest. Oh, yeah, right, right, yes. Online. So they've got Neat. that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how far along they are with that, but they've got it, and they said that they were going to be doing something with it. Right. So, you know, yeah, that's still It's going to be dark and heavy. Oh, man, it's like... Yeah. The Walking Dead meets yeah. King's Quest? King's... I, I don't think that they need to do that with King's Quest. I, I mean, they, they, They'd alienate the fan base, so... Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Cool. Um, King's Quest was just more annoying than anything else. Yeah. But, you know, it's like they'll, they'll fix it, and they'll probably add some characterization since it didn't actually have a whole lot no. back in the day, so... Incredible Hulk Telltale game. Make it, please. Now. That would be interesting, yeah. What would even happen? Do no, never mind. Walking away. No, you think <laughs> I, I could see Telltale making, like, an Incredible Hulk game. Just that mm -hmm. tension of, like, trying to maintain calm and not get angry. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's like dealing like, with people, so. And just I would make take it tempting it. with actual tempting so that if you do go crazy, you do have a fun romp scene sequence where you're just smashing through a bunch yeah. of things, but have consequences yeah. to it. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, this is the Hulk after all, so really, how much control do you have during a rampage? So They could mm. probably make a really good um, jail game where you play a, an officer and you have to deal with whether helping the prisoners or not. Oh, yeah. See, That'd so, be really neat. Yeah, they... Yeah. they they could do like the green yes, mile. Yes, I'm gonna game. yeah, I'm gonna yeah, write them cool. and be yeah. like, yeah. Telltale doing the green mile, sure, why not? Yeah. Do you help the prisoners? Do you not help the prisoners? Yeah. I'd love that. All right, getting the signal over here. Move on. <laughs> it's like I'm playing charades. Yeah, sorry. Cut it out. Jokes at me. Well, I'm just saying we should wrap up because we're. It just looks like you're doing the cut it out thing. Full House. It just got really confused for a second. Well, we're about at the hour mark. We might want to tease some stuff we're doing on the website and then uh, wrap up. An hour. That's actually not. That's pretty good for us. Normally yeah, we're like two people. Yeah, usually we're at an hour and a half, aren't we? Yeah. Brendan wants to go home. No, no, not at all. That was a good podcast. Yeah. And I actually play games this week. Well, oh. Alex, I'm going to give Alex his five minutes. What are you okay. playing, you got five Alex? minutes. <laughs> All right, I've played a bunch of stuff. I played Electronic Superjoy. Yeah. And actually we made hear... it through the whole thing. Nice. It's a very colorful-looking um, game. I actually am not sure what I just played, but it was fun. <laughs> and I got to crush people with dubstep, which oh, is hilarious. Oh, as I expect you should do. And I got, a f and I got to fight the Pope as the first boss. Okay, I saw screenshots. It says the Pope's gone crazy, and I was like, "What?" Oh, he's gone pretty happening? crazy. Uh, he's launching missiles at you. He stole your butt. Yeah, no, 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 that was someone else. Okay, uh, someone else stole your butt. <laughs> this is a plot point. Um, of course it is. But no, I played that, and whenever I finished with that, I switched to uh, Dragon Commander, okay. which uh, I got for pretty cheap. Uh, it was actually really fun. Yeah, and it's the only game I've seen where you can marry a skeleton. Oh, what? Is it a live skeleton or one she, you just carry undead. around? Okay, yeah. So it's a moving skeleton. It's not just she's, like someone uh, you carry around with you. And you're an, you're an emperor, so you have to make political decisions. And you marry a skeleton. Uh, yeah, I married a skeleton. Okay. Uh, part of a group of religious religious fanatic skeletons. <laughs> and she's great. She's great. She's a little sad, but you know. She's a skeleton. She's doing, she's doing better. She's optimistic about it. An and, optimistic skeleton. Yeah, and. Um, but you get to turn into a dragon and lead uh, giant steampunk balloon armies against other giant steampunk balloon armies. So that's As really, you do. really fun. Sounds kind of epic, actually. It's amazingly fun, and it's by the guys who gave you the Divinity series. Okay. And uh, it's a little disconcerting to play, have played Dragon Knight Saga and then played Dragon Commander and notice all these different things that weren't in the last game or were, and... But that's a whole long story, and we don't exactly have time for me to do that. But uh, other than that, GTA Five Online, playing it. Oh, so you actually got into match and I not a match, did but you it got into. A... And I'm not. Did joining. you get run over? Um, I got run over once. I got shot several times. People I, uh, are not very cooperative in that game now, are they? Can't you work together to achieve something? You can. You can do missions together. And oh, yeah, I'm not gonna have Nobody that. almost ever. No one ever does them. And anytime you do, you usually just like a bunch of first-person shooter people have jumped in. Like I can kill other people in GTA Online. Doesn't make much sense. Pretty much the first, the one thing I learned eventually is that if you see someone else, don't be a nice guy because they will shoot you. Yeah. 
and they will shoot you for no reason. Well, because you're another that person. That sounds really dumb. It's really dumb. It's not that fun. And people are used I played it for one day and enjoyed it, and that was about it. Well, people are used to getting into multi, you know, online just to kill the people that they see. They're not used to working together. It's almost an, like an entirely different game, which is my big thing about it, is that it doesn't really hurt GTA V at all. It's like, just there. It's a fantastic it's, game. It doesn't help or hinder. It just have them It just kind of on. exists, and I think... What might have saved it is that it wasn't available at launch. Because Does it, it intrigue people? It's kind of a thing where, yeah, I guess some people would enjoy this, but I just don't see a lot of enjoyment in mm-hmm. it. Um, I'll just play the single player again and have fun with that. Yeah. Well, but, if no one's uh, working together, it doesn't really sound like it's worth anything. Mm-hmm. No, not really. It's uh, it feels kind of like it feels like it was a good idea, but it but humans ruin it. Yeah, exactly. Like, every like, we'll put this online so people can work together and do missions and people just went in and shot each other. That's why I don't play uh, League of Legends or Smite anymore. I want to play League of Legends. Because it's like everyone is terrible. Like, uh, almost objectively, almost everyone you meet is going to be terrible. And I feel bad about saying that, but it's just <laughs> every experience I've had with uh, MOBA, particularly Smite, people are just awful and right. awful and they yell a lot and they just scream at you if you do anything. So humans ruining humans social ruining interaction with each other, it. yeah. Also known as the MMO syndrome. So. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. All right, well, that's, like that. that's my Angry point. MMO people. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like that. You know what one community is not bad? Fat princess. Fat princess? Fat princess. People still play fat princess. I only know about fat princess through one video that referenced it. So. Fair enough. It's amazing. Anyway, we'll wrap up there. I, I'll uh, save everything for next week since we completely floated over me. But that's fine. <laughs> Host of the podcast doesn't get to talk, whatever. <laughs> so make sure you check out cgmagonline.com and you can actually watch videos of Wayne and I doing a lot of retro stuff. Those will be going up in the next few weeks. Yeah, we, we unboxed the Neo Geo X. That will probably be going up next week. Over, yeah, well, people can check back between now and next podcast. We'll see yeah. what's up. But Dragon Lair? Wayne played uh, Dragon Slayer. Yeah. It was pretty rough at first. But it was rough at first. I finally getting my legs back. So. Those, uh, yeah. That bridge tentacle monster really had you yeah. uh, My timing pinned was down. just so off. Yeah. I yeah, brain did 13. Yeah, you got your Dragon Slayer yeah. legs back. I got my Dragon Slayer. Yeah, I just traveled back in time to yeah. 1983. And, and then like, Brain yeah. did 13, which is pretty awesome. And I wish I had a chance to play that game when I was little. But, you know. It's a weird game. You can probably find the entire thing streamed on the internet somewhere, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I love the internet. It's a right? really, it's also a really rare game. Apparently, they didn't sell very many really? of those. It's they a didn't. Really rare game? They didn't sell very many for the Jaguar CD, at least. Well, the Jaguar CD you said was very rare in itself. So. Yeah, 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 really yeah. yeah. We talked about the Jaguar CD, which is apparently the white whale of gaming consoles. Uh, Neo Geo's, I think, are more rare, but it's up there. Fine, as, as the smaller white whale of yeah. gaming consoles. White whale's for, brother. They usually go for bucks. That zebra whale, eBay. you know. Also online, uh, what else do we have? We have Flash Focus on Beyond Two Soldiers last week, but yep. since we talked about it again today, you can always check it out, where mm-hmm. I play the ghost and Wayne plays the girl. Mm-hmm. And the first webcomic. Yep. CG Minis. Experience our life here in the office, our conversations, our conversations outside the office, and general weirdness that is CGM in cute, adorable webcomic form. The first webcomic is online now, and it features, well, Wayne... Essentially, I it's guess. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. He wrote it. He's <laughs> featured in it, but it's not his fault. I, I did write it, but you know, it's like I wrote one featuring Brendan as well, and for whatever reason, they didn't go for that. <laughs> figured that it you might would go be for next one with time. It, it might be the next comic, so make yeah. sure you check those out too. They're yeah. just so it's like, yeah, I don't understand. It's like you know, a choice between a comic with me in it and Brendan, and you don't go for the Brendan one. Like, what's maybe next time? Here, so. You have the long, flowing, luscious hair. Uh, you're also very adorable in your adorable form. Yeah, you look not so evil. Grumpy. <laughs> Grumpy maybe, but not evil. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. And, of course, the last thing that you should be checking out is These Warriors Are Terrible. Yep. Our sister podcast. Actually, well, sister. Brought Brother. to you by CDM, I guess. Yeah. They just wrapped up The Expendables, which was their tabletop gaming for the last about month, I guess. Yep. Because it was about four Four episodes and, and then they wrap, wrap up. up. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing next, but make sure you. I believe it's Call of I believe it's Call of Oh, it is Call of Cthulhu because they asked me to be on it. I could die. They're going oh, to die or get yeah. driven insane again. I drove. I drove a game. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I. I wish I had, had time to, to come in and play die. that. Yeah, That's I did a that. Wish they did. I yeah. won't spoil anything. 
Yeah, yeah. Everyone just said they're gonna die. So, so make sure you check that out. It's basically a radio play. Yeah, basically. In, in epic tabletop gaming form. Mm-hmm. It's good times. So these warriors are terrible. Hosted on our site as well as just Google. These warriors are terrible. I think, yep. And I think that's it for this week. Yep. Tune in next week to hear about Phil's Bigfoot movie. <laughs> if I've seen it, I might not. You never know. What? I when it's screening. It's either. It might be Thursday night. <laughs> All right then. I'll talk about Forget it. Plan, though. Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, we gotta hear about that. Yeah. Tune yeah. in for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta yeah, hear yeah. about that. All right. Come on now. All right. Thank you for listening. And as always, we appreciate it. And if you want to send us some letters, we love them for to be printed in our magazine or to read on or, air. Yep. Letters at cgmagazine.ca. Sounds good. So make sure you do that. Have a good one. Have a good weekend. <laughs>